The Secret of Utopia Colony, Chapter 7, Exploring the Outpost. By Scott Sky. Copyright 2013 Scott Sky. The next day the kids wanted to go looking for the owner of the sub that Arthur had seen in the Utopia Colony reefs, and even though the weather was perfect, Ms. Riley made them promise that they wouldn't leave the outpost. Mars Weather Authority says there's going to be a meteor storm today, she explained. Somewhere out over the Utopian Ocean. None of the meteors should be very large, but there could be unpredictable waves, and unusual riptides. You're safer up here. Fortunately Osseral didn't seem too interested in what they were doing. He was only interested in ruining their fun if he thought they were having some, and since they were stuck inside the outpost, he found other things to do. What are we going to do? Kiyoko complained, sad that they couldn't go down to the beach as they'd planned. It's such a beautiful day. I know what I want to do, Arthur said, thinking of what he'd been looking forward to, all school term. Oh no, Samantha said. You don't want to go back down there do you? Down where? Goro asked. I'll tell you, but you can't tell anyone, Arthur answered. They all went to the girls' room and closed the door. I found something, during the winter holidays, Arthur began. You have to understand, it can get pretty boring up here during the holidays, especially in the winter. What did you find? Goro asked impatiently. This, Arthur said. He pulled a chest of drawers away from the wall, and pointed at a large square black panel that was bolted to the wall. It looked like something that wasn't part of the original design. Arthur took out a wrench, and began loosening the bolts. What's behind it? Kiyoko asked. The old air ducts, Samantha said, bored by her brothers exploring the dusty old tunnels. Air ducts? Goro asked. Why were they covered up? Most of the outpost was destroyed during the war. Arthur answered, including the old air conditioning system. But not the part that was underground. Underground? Kiyoko asked, thinking of the tunnel that ran from the beach to the storeroom, and not wanting her brother to run off without her for a third day. Yes, Arthur finally got the panel off, and exposed the big square hole that had once been an air duct. Most of the outpost was carved into the cliff, he explained, and turned on a flashlight, shining it into the opening. Goro and Kiyoko looked in. It's just a bunch of dusty old air ducts, Samantha said, hoping the others wouldn't want to go with Arthur. She had gone down them during the winter holidays, but only once because Arthur had been gone for so long that she'd become worried. But then she'd gotten lost, and panicked, fortunately making so much noise, that Arthur had found her on his way back out. She didn't want to go back into them. You've never gone as far as I have, Arthur argued. They lead down to lower levels, he said turning to Goro. I haven't had a chance to explore them all. I've been looking forward to this all term. I'm not going back down there, Samantha said miserably. Nobody asked you to, Arthur said. I'll go by myself if I have to. I'll go with you, Goro offered. There's not going to be much to do up here today. Are you sure it's safe? Totally, I take the arrow with me, Arthur said. And it can always remember its way back. Fine, you guys go down the dusty old air ducts, Samantha said, Kiyoko and I will stay. No, Kiyoko interrupted, I want to go with Goro. She really didn't want to go down into the dark old air ducts, but the thought of her brother going off without her for a third day, was too much. At least if she was with him, she would know that he was okay. What? Why do you want to go? Samantha asked, mad that nobody else wanted to stay with her. 
I just do, Kiyoko answered. She didn't want to answer, she knew that Samantha thought it was dumb how she was always worrying about her brother. Fine, I'll just stay here by myself, Samantha said, hoping someone else would stay. But nobody did. Great. You can cover for us if mom comes looking, Arthur said. Just say we're exploring the outpost. Could you keep Miki? Goro asked Samantha, handing Miki to Samantha. He doesn't like dark closed in areas, and I wouldn't want him getting lost down there. Arthur climbed into the air duct, and crawled down a couple meters to where it divided into two directions. He'd already explored the one on the left, and it didn't go very far. So, flashlight in hand, he crawled down the one to the right a short distance, and then climbed out the air duct, into a passage with a low ceiling where he could get back to his feet, but he still couldn't stand up all the way. Goro and Kiyoko were right behind him although neither had expected it to be as dusty as it was. It had been closed off for centuries, and yet everything was covered in a layer of dust. This is a maintenance crawlway, Arthur whispered. Around them, tubes and pipes and wires of various kinds ran along the passage walls. Above us is the floor of the main hallway. Anyone up in the hallway can hear us. If they come along here, you'll hear them too. We have to go that way. Arthur pointed his light in one direction and they started down the passage, with the arrow floating in front of them. After a couple minutes they came to a little room, at the side of the hallway. I think it was used by the maintenance people, Arthur said. Goro and Kiyoko went in. It really was a small room. There were a couple of control panels on one of the walls, a couple chairs, and a lot of garbage, mostly old food wrappers, along with an empty bottle of Fremont whiskey, and a shoe. Kiyoko picked up the shoe and read what it said on the side. Made on Mars, by Martians, and for Martians. What's that mean? It doesn't say that, Goro said grabbing the shoe from his sister, but then apologized when he saw that she had read it correctly. Then he and Arthur had to give Kiyoko a quick lesson in history. How before the war, Mars had been a colony world of Earth, and how the Martian colonists had fought the UN for their independence. The war changed everything, Goro explained. When the Pabilzag attacked us, the known worlds had to unite to be strong enough to survive. The Tenko, Human, and Asena worlds formed the Alliance, and then the rest of the known worlds joined. After the Pabilzag were driven off, the Alliance was turned into the Commonwealth of Planets. And Mars and the other colony worlds became independent members of the Commonwealth, Arthur added. I don't like this room, Kiyoko said, and so the three explorers continued back down the passage which soon turned a new direction, and then another, until they came to a large fan covering a shaft running straight down into the ground. The fan was off, and covered in the same layer of dust as everything else. Above it was another shaft going up, but they could see that shaft was blocked with debris. There had originally been a metal grate covering the shaft, which someone had removed. Did you take that off? Goro asked. Yes, this is the only way to get to the lower levels, Arthur answered. He piloted the arrow down the shaft using its remote control. Then he reached over to a rope tied around part of the fan, and hanging down the shaft. Are you guys going to be able to fly down the shaft? No, it's too narrow for us to spread our wings, Goro answered, shining his light down the shaft. But we can climb like you. I didn't realize you wouldn't be able to fly down there, Arthur said looking at Kiyoko. It might be better if you went back, we don't want you getting stuck down there. Don't worry about me, Kiyoko said, mad at being singled out as weak. I'm one of the best climbers in my gym class. It's true, Goro said. 
We Tenko are excellent climbers, we have hollow bones, so we're not as strong as humans or a senna, but we also don't weigh as much, so we're great climbers. Quite honestly, I was more worried about you. Me? Arthur asked in surprise. I found these air ducts, and I'm a great climber. You just try and keep up. And with that he climbed into the shaft, and began sliding down the rope. Goro watched Arthur disappear down the shaft, feeling sorry about hurting his friend's feelings. He gave his sister a what-can-we-do expression and then they followed Arthur down the shaft. There was a knot tied in the rope part way down to rope, indicating the place to get off, and on side of the shaft, there was a grate that had been removed, allowing them to enter a new passage, like the one above. Have you ever been all the way down? Goro asked, looking again down the shaft. No, this was the first grate I came to, but I'm sure there's more down there somewhere, Arthur answered. Then he punched in a command on the arrow's remote, and it led them through a long series of tunnels like the ones above, until they got to an open grate, where Arthur climbed out into a large open room. The kids stood up straight for the first time since they started down the air ducts. Where are we? Goro asked. I think it's some kind of storage room, Arthur answered. This is as far as I got last holidays. The room was massive, they walked around it for a while, and then Goro noticed something on the floor, a big alliance symbol. Well the UN did turn over the outpost to the alliance military command after it was formed, Arthur said. Yes but people only put symbols where they expect other people to see them, Goro said. This one's on the floor, so obviously, this is a place where people would look at the floor. So? Kiyoko asked. So, I don't know, Goro answered. Just that people were expected to look at the floor, so this couldn't have been a storage room. You store stuff in storage rooms, it sits on the floor, and so this couldn't have been a storage room. Maybe it was an auditorium, or maybe some kind of marching square, or even a landing pad for starfighters, but not a storage room. Starfighters? Kiyoko asked. How could they get out? Well, we don't know what it was like back then. Goro explained. Maybe we're under the old landing pads. They could have lifted off in here, and... Hey guys, come look at this, Arthur interrupted. He had sent the arrow to look for something more interesting than a symbol on the floor, and it had found a door. They went over to him, helped him slide the door open, and then stepped through into a hallway. Arthur sent the arrow to fly down the hallway first, to map it out, so they wouldn't get lost. What the arrow was showing on the remote's view screen surprised the kids, it wasn't what they expected. The passage led to underground barracks, where the outpost's personnel had lived. But even that, wasn't what they would have expected, there were things lying all over in the hallways, clothes, cooking pots, empty bottles and old food wrappers, all kinds of things. I guess they were messy in the Alliance military, Goro said in surprise, as the kids started down the hallway. Look at this, Kiyoko said after a couple minutes. She stopped to pick up a small doll. Why would they just leave it here? I think I know what this is, Arthur said looking at the mess. In the old stories, after the outpost was attacked, the survivors and the refugees from Utopia Colony, and the old Acadia Colony, used the outpost to hide in until they could be evacuated. You think they were here? Kiyoko asked. Well it explains the mess, Goro said. They looked through the things a bit, but found nothing of interest. They walked on through the corridors of the barracks, until they reached another area that had also been used for the refugees, but not for living in. What's this? Goro asked as they entered a large room, 
where it seemed the refugees had spent a lot of time. A power generator, Arthur guessed excitedly, looking at the machine in front of them. A diagram showed it was massive, taking up many levels below them. I'll bet that's what this is. Look, there's an old flashlight someone must have been trying to recharge. A power generator? Goro asked in disbelief. What makes you think it's that? What else would be so big? Arthur replied. I'll bet if I could get this thing working, it would solve a lot of problems. Think of all the power it could generate. We could sell the power on the Arcadian power grid, and no more credit problems. Arthur started looking at the machine's old control panel, and found a power-up button. As he pressed it, the old machine came on, and the words powering up, appeared on a display screen. Are you sure that's a good idea? Goro asked, surprised that Arthur could get the thing running at all, after so many years of sitting turned off. We're not sure it really is a power generator, or that its power will end up in the power grid. We still use the old outpost's power grid, and there's only one way to find out if it's really working. To go back up and look. Arthur suggested excitedly. He didn't even consider that he might be wrong, instead he used the Aro's memory to lead them back to the large room, which they now thought could have been a landing pad for starfighters. Then back through the tunnels, up the shaft, and back to the girls' room. But what they found when they got there nobody expected, 